This is based on Anthony Eslin's great book, 10 Ways to Destroy the Imagination of Your Child. This is part two, where we'll go over items six through 10. Number six, cut all heroes down to size. Inflate the word hero so it doesn't actually mean anything. Everybody is a hero. You didn't beep your horn when someone cut you off. You are a hero. Your mother made you dinner. She is a hero. Everyone is a hero. So genuine heroes will go unnoticed in all the mindless self-congratulation. Children should be taught that they are virtuous simply for holding the correct political opinion. Teach them to, to condemn anyone who fights for anything and then to preen themselves for preferring peace. Do not teach them about the Battle of Marathon. Do not teach them about the Poles defending against the Turks in Vienna. But if you do, be sure to look down on these men of courage. Our kids should prefer people who talk about peace a lot from positions of comfort. Above all, teach them to be flippant. If they spot excellence, they should sneer and nitpick. They should have nothing to be proud of, but should be able to scoff at humility. The only hero they should be allowed to worship is themselves. Number seven, reduce all talk of love to narcissism and sex. The love between a man and a woman is meant for private satisfaction and is mostly arbitrary. It has no societal implications. It is an emotional itch that needs to be scratched. Treat sex as clinical, banal. It is all about controlling the hardware and keeping everything clean. Nothing more, nothing less. There's nothing really special about womanhood. There's nothing really special about manhood. When they unite, there's nothing mysterious happening. Just machines to be lubricated. Number eight, level distinctions between man and woman. They're just individual carbon units. Units. Emphasize androgyny. They should just grow up to be an adult with no greater ideal to strive for. It is dangerous for them to know that there are such things as manliness and womanliness. There should be no rites of passage for boys, so they know when they become men. There's nothing special about being a woman except that they can pretend to be third-class men. They should not discover that men and women working together, possessing deep virtues, tamed a continent. Instead, speak of traditional manhood or traditional womanhood with a wink and a sneer. Number nine, distract the child with the shallow and unreal. They should never be alone with their thoughts. Silence and solitude are dangerous. Television is a great help here, of course. A child who cannot sit still and let his eyes rest on something beautiful as a stretch of sea and sky can hardly be expected to dwell upon an imaginary sea or an imaginary sky. We want kids who can read, but who have no time to read, nor do they care. We want children who only chat through computers, not face to face. We want children who only go to the manufactured adventures of video games and not actual adventures. Drown out everything with noise, noise, noise. The point is to dampen a child's imagination so they are numb. We don't want to warp it so they become criminals. They need to be cogs in the machine. Cogs that don't squeak. Number 10, deny the transcendent. Teach them they are just the result of random chance. Nothing more than bags of chemical reactions. Imagination thrives on mystery and wonder. Make sure they have nothing to wonder about and no mystery that is inaccessible. Only 
is the most useful word in the dictionary. A beautiful sunset is only the light striking the atmosphere at a specific angle. Love is only an evolutionary impulse to reproduce. God is only a projection of wish fulfillment, something we have outgrown.